Welcome to the Financial Detox Podcast, helping you retire with confidence. Featuring Jason Labram, certified financial planner and founder of Labram Wealth Management. For over 20 years, Jason has shown people how to steer clear of toxic advice, achieve financial peace of mind, and manage their wealth for maximum impact. And now he wants to empower you to do the same. Join Jason and co-host Alex Klingensmith every other week as they simplify the complex, share industry secrets, and provide proven strategies designed to take you from financial insecurity to financial independence. This is Financial Detox. Hi, welcome to Financial Detox. This is Jason. We are super excited to be with you on this uh, week's edition of the show. We have a special guest in studio. As normal, I have my man, Alex Klingensmith, here with me. How are you doing, Alex, today? I'm doing great. Good morning, Jason. Hey, our podcast is looking like it might go back on uh, the radio as well, so that's kind of exciting. We're making some decisions here in the next day or so or hour or so. Incredible demand to hear us live, Just I guess, people right? Are, <laughs> people are clamoring all over the country to hear more financial detox. But uh, today is going to be an interesting show, and this is going to be a great listen for almost anyone, okay? It's not totally dedicated to finance and investing, which we talk a lot about the value of bonds in your portfolio. Should you have bonds in your portfolio? We talk about the expenses and internal and internal expenses on mutual funds. And my gosh, we talk about all kinds of things, investing, financial market planning, timing. behavioral blunders, market timing. Today, though, we have an opportunity to bring on Paul Thompson. And Paul is a really special guy who knows one of our our director of 401ks, Kent Cowell, and through a local, right here in the community, a local church, a great church, by the way, North Coast is such a, an awesome church. And I've spent uh, quite a few Sundays there. But um, Paul brings this enormous amount of experience in not only leadership, but life skills and talking about marriage and, and, and marriage and nonprofit organizations and so many different things. We're going to do this could go, a, this could go a lot of different areas, which it's going to be really fun. We started having a conversation before and I'll introduce you here in just a sec, Paul, but, and a dynamic conversation starts evolving and I'm like, we just got to get this on the air. Let's go. It's, it's fun. So Paul, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jason. I'm glad to have you. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Your, your pedigree and your resume is awesome. I can't read it all because it would take up our whole 25 minutes or so or 30 minutes, but why don't you just tell us a little bit about who you are, where Mm -hmm. you came from and in kind of your passions right now, because I think that'll kick us off into a lot of different things. And and, and this will dovetail back into making better financial decisions and life mm-hmm. decisions, because one of the things that I think people fail to realize, and before I steal any of your thunder, mm-hmm. is how interconnected the components of our lives really are, right? When you go to invest, how you invest, how you build your money, how you save, that is interconnected to your marriage and the happiness in your marriage. And it's interconnected into your job and your performance at your job and your performance in the community. And do you give back? Mm -hmm. And all that is so interrelated that we as a firm are trying to help people think and financial detox, particularly our consumer advocacy brand is, is trying to help people think more holistically about wealth management and their lives in general. So you are such a good guy to talk about that kind of stuff because you are the complete man really who, uh, has a lot to lot to say and a lot of education to or a lot of wisdom to to lean on to share with us. Well, thank you, Jason. Yeah. And as always, uh, education and experience it comes through experience, and sometimes the most difficult experiences are where we learn 
the greatest yeah. uh, the greatest lessons, and that's uh, certainly that's the case in my own life. And uh, I was, uh, I guess, going back. I have to kind of start really right at the beginning. My my father was a a minister back in Minnesota. His first parish church was in a very rural, very poor community, yep. where I I uh, I just was incensed at poverty. I just could not explain or understand why people needed to live in such incredible impoverished states. I mean, we were right here in our own country, in our own country. I mean, it was people were living in northern Minnesota in one room tar paper shacks, literally in the middle of these huge winters. And uh, (laughs) friends of mine, you know, were bearing scars, having fallen against the potbelly stoves. I mean, this is literally in my lifetime. These were kids that I that I played with these were and and, and you're it was not just, that old so no. this is not that long ago. and it was it and it, for me it was uh it was just unacceptable and so i had this conversation with god one one night after church i said i was angry and i was yelling at god and and uh and i think that was kind of the beginning if you will if if our lives are a tapestry that was the moment when a golden thread began to weave itself into the tapestry of my life and my whole career, my whole life has at some point been focused on addressing the issues of poverty. Hmm. So full circle, come, you know, come, you know, all this. So I've spent all of my life focusing on nonprofit leadership, came to San Diego in the seventies, was running a a nonprofit organization that was, um, and I was right out of college, started this uh, residential treatment center for delinquent kids. And it was partly supported by a a Christian nonprofit organization, and they were speaking about the good things we were doing, but not giving us any money. And so it was like this: "What are you know? This isn't right." Yeah. And uh, and so I was ready to go do a master's in social work at Cal Berkeley, and instead I was so incensed by this kind of lack of leadership integrity that I got uh, Pepperdine to allow me to come in and kind of reshape or shape my own masters in management with a focus on nonprofit leadership mm. at the time. And, uh, and through that experience, um, connected with an organization called world vision and, um, and got a, a position with them. And the world vision today is one of the world's largest international humanitarian organizations with something like 30, 30,000 full-time employees and a budget of about $2.8 billion wow. globally. So they're a huge organization. And I grew up Spent 18 years with that organization, and leadership was a big part of all of that. So I've had an opportunity to focus on leadership in my career within the nonprofit sector. Now, are you still involved with the World Vision? Uh, I'm a big fan of World Vision, yep. um, but I'm not. I'm not officially working with World Vision in any capacity. And uh, but I, I was recruited from World Vision to another international organization, then recruited to another organization. Eventually became the CEO of Project Concern International here in San Diego. Right. And then uh, and then because I was traveling so much, I uh, decided to kind of get off the road and came to Carlsbad as the executive director of the Callaway Golf Company Foundation for a few years as well. We know that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not a bad spot to... That was a, to, that was a good uh, experience. Yeah. Not a bad spot to post up here in right. Carlsbad either. Right. Um, that's neat. That's it's um, It's interesting when we look at through the boys and girls club where I yeah. spend a lot of time. We talked about that a little bit yeah. earlier, but the kids who are literally on scholarship to go to the boys and girls club, which is not very much money, right. but they don't have the means to 
pay for that. And people think, oh, Carlsbad's this wealthy, affluent area. But a lot of times you have two working parents, you know, <laughs> who are who are scrambling and down to their last dollars to try and eat and pay their bills and make their ends meet. And they don't, their kids can't sign up for sports camps and their yeah. kids can't play every sport they want. And, and even going to the boys and girls club is yeah. a, a privilege. And it's a, it is a privilege to be able to help raise money for that organization and watch those kids go in there and light up and have mentors and have a place to be after school when they would be home or with a sitter. Or at, I don't know. They wouldn't yeah. be with a sitter. I don't know what they'd be at home, I guess by themselves. Yeah. It's, You'll probably never know how transformative the experiences of those kids have have had in their lives just by going to the Boys and Girls Club. I mean, we know Denzel Washington is one right. byproduct of the Boys and Girls Club, but a phenomenal organization and yeah. incredibly well run here in San in Carlsbad. Well, it, it even look at the very own uh, Greg Nilsson's in San Diego, who said his life was pretty much saved yeah. by that at a young age because it was the only place he had to go, you know, yeah. and a place to be a kid. So you mentioned a little bit about um, prior to us talking or starting mm-hmm. the show, you were talking about the marriage resource. Right. And this is something that we see on a regular basis in our business is dealing with couples and managing their money. Mm-hmm. I had a, I had a couple in here the other day and they, I mean, they just started ripping into each other, right? It was just uh, not pretty. Yeah. And you could, I could see unfolding just years and years of, of animosity and mm-hmm. tension. And I mean, it, came across as like hatred. It was just really sad. Right. And it stemmed around wealth and money and how they Mm -hmm. spent differently and whatnot. But you have a, a, a organization that is helping marriages get back on track and helping people get back together. What I thought was really interesting, you said is how even in the Christian church, you would think that, okay, there's probably a higher marriage success ratio there, but there's really not. Right. Sadly. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of sad that right now, regardless of whether you go to church or not, uh, one in two marriages end in, end in divorce. And uh, depending upon the career you happen to have, if you're in the military, that number goes up even higher, unfortunately. But uh, so the Marriage Resource is an organization. It's, an, it's a 501c3 organization. They can find it by going to www.themarriageresource.org. And uh, it's about nine years old and uh, came out of the marriage and family work at our church, North Coast Calvary Chapel. And um, as an independent organization, seeks to come alongside of churches and regardless of denomination, where we have both Catholic and Protestant churches that we support, who do not have a full-on marriage and family program with counselors and what have you. So the Marriage Resource has a set of resources that we make available to those churches and the parishioners in those churches, and it really is kind of transformative. We have a a number of of workshops and seminars, and we have an annual multi-church marriage getaway. It's coming up uh, this on the 14th through the 16th at uh, La Quinta. Right now, well, last year we had 800 people and uh, represented, representing 60 churches. And uh, we had people from Ohio and Texas and, uh, and other parts of California that were there. It's a, that's an incredible experience. And, uh, for three days, people, marriages, couples come together and And are inspired and have to actually talk to each other and figure things out. (laughs) But it's, you know, it's, it's not a really hard nosed, intensive kind of experience. It's really, 
relaxing and yet very educational, inspiring as well. How uh, many people have gone through the program in the past nine years since you started? Do you, do you have any, uh, you know, any numbers we, on that? We've got uh, probably four to five thousand people have been through That's incredible various of uh, workshops and uh, at the conferences, the the getaways. The is there retreats. any financial aspect to it at all in there? I mean, because it would be, I I would just have a lot of fun. I think talking to and helping yeah. people look at their marriage from their financial lens and how to discuss finances yep. with each other and how to budget appropriate. So you don't end up in fights over communicate why did you respectfully. Buy, yeah. communicate respectfully. Why did you buy the golf club? And, yeah. and you get mad every time I want to go do my hair, or, you yeah. know, it's like just getting, that's, that's something that I think I have a passion building, yeah. building up inside of me on is helping because we do it. We, gosh, we do it by default. How many times Alex, have you been in a, client meeting with a husband and wife and you end up every every meeting we yeah. have the conversation <laughs> every meeting you end up talking there's a few me- few cl- clients i think that i've met that i could if you ask them honestly they'd probably say that part of our our time together is marriage counseling Absolutely. and that maybe I'm those sure. marriages have stayed together or become better because i've fleshed it out to the surface and yeah. i have no training so yeah. i but it's part of what we do to help them yeah. make better decisions well, financially because it goes together right a successful marriage is a successful life and yeah, i, I got to say something because a thought mm-hmm. came across my mind and i think about i go to daybreak i spend yeah, less time great, at daybreak great church and we we talk about being surprised and i almost think that sounds maybe i, I don't know how that came across but i want to make sure i i make this point when, because you go to church, doesn't mean you don't have problems. Absolutely. Because you go to church, it doesn't mean you're free of sin and no. you're better than anybody else or anything no. else. It's I love daybreak and Pastor Jason. He's like, yeah. if you're perfect and you got it all figured out, you should get out of here. Yeah. Because this church is for sinners. This church yeah. is for people who fail. This yeah. church is for people who fall short on yeah. on things. And there, and, and the reality of it is, and I I, I want to make sure and I want to help the Christian community. Make sure that those people who aren't involved in the Christian community know yeah. we're not judging and watching because right. we will all be judged in our day, and it, yeah. it is it is uh, we are all falling short, yeah. and all we can do is try and strive yeah. to be the best we can be. Yeah. Um, same with marriages, right? It's like my wife and I. I have a great wife; she's unbelievable and puts up with me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it takes work though, and uh, it takes dedication. I was reading a book, and and it was talking about life and and how to have a better life and it it was talking about being over concentrated in your business and you have all these appointments on your schedule and all these things it said take a look at your calendar and look on your calendar and see how many times are scheduled to have dedicated one-on-one time with your wife yeah how many times are scheduled to have dedicated one-on-one time with your kids but yet you're scheduling all these times and things with other people and to run your business Mm -hmm. and i know we all have to make a living and do that but just the act of making a scheduled time to be together and have quiet, turn the cell phones off, yeah. put them away in a drawer yeah. where they can't vibrate. I think that can help people change their lives. Huge. Yeah. Very, very huge. Little, little steps, yeah. right? Absolutely. It's baby steps. It's yeah. kind of Darren Hardy compound interest or compound yeah. effect, right? right? Where you just take little tiny steps and let those things percolate and they will... It can change your life. What you're talking about is becoming more intentional about yes. who you want to be. Right. What kind of marriage do you want to have? Well, if you want a healthy marriage, then you have to be intentional about choosing time and space and behaviors and activities and time that you spend focusing intentionally on building the healthy marriage. I mean, for me, career was everything. I was told, you know, I... I 
you know, I've got four kids, I've got a marriage. <laughs> I mean, I've got all these financial demands. You know, if I, if I fail at work, then who am I? So work is number one. So I started traveling and I was literally, you know, I was a platinum flyer on five different airlines at Ouch. one point in time. Yeah. I was away from my family all the time growing up with my kids were young. I was not home for any one of the, the typical ch- childhood uh, illnesses. My wife on one of my trips had three projectile vomiting kids and I was not there. And, you know, I was, you know, it's, that was back then. And that was kind of, I justified it by, by saying, this is what I have to do to, to achieve, to make, even in the nonprofit world, this is what I need to do. Wow. And I was working in an organization that was helping the world and saving lives, literally. And, uh, so there was a, you know, I had to, if I didn't do this, people were going to die. And, and, you know, it was this, these lies that I was believing were untrue and they were damaging my marriage. And so you start off, you're connected when you're married and then you start having these little things that kind of move you away. And before long, you're, you're distant, you're a long distance from each other. Right. You're, you know, so we, we behaved as though we were married. We were married in fact, but we weren't living a life of a really dynamic, happily married couple. It's so hard to do. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is so hard to do. And I think the pressure in Southern California and where we live and Northern California yeah. is measurably sure. more significant on families because it's just so expensive to live yeah. here and you have to create, you have to make a lot of money and you yeah. have to it's not a competitive competition for things that maybe aren't the source of true happiness too. Well, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you look at how many people are driving Mercedes Benz and BMWs up and down the road and God bless them, but they probably can't afford those or should not be. They should be doing, you know, maybe putting their money other, other places and, and, and maybe putting their time and effort in other things. But uh, I mean, who knows, right? Yeah. We all have uh, work to do. Paul, what, what resources do, um, does the marriage resource have on tackling those aspects aspects of financial communication in a marriage to improve a better well, foundation? I think, I think you, you mentioned it by just simply saying communication. First yeah. and foremost is learning how to communicate. And so building those skills and learning how to kind of confront and address and refute the lies about our own identities. And some of us have family of origin issues that we're taking into our present lives. I mean, there were things that my, you know, I was upset at my dad for years and years and years. And I carried this angst about my dad and it, it shaped who I was as, as a man. And it impeded my ability to talk about certain things. And it eliminated my ability to really be honest about some of these things, which translated into my marriage and so there were certain things that I didn't talk to my wife, Connie, about. And uh, so once I got into the marriage resources workshop called Men's Skills, it helped me understand this. And it kind of released me. I understood that, you know, these issues that happened when I was a kid that were because of things that my dad said or did or whatever, I wasn't good enough, all that kind of stuff. I don't need to hold that against him anymore. I am free to make choices today about who I want to be and what I want to do. And if I want a healthy marriage, if I want a healthy set of financial resources, then my wife and I have to come together and decide what are we going to do? I mean, we literally through some very poor choices on my part ended up at a point in time where I was without work. We were about to lose our home. 
we went through all of my retirement resources. Our marriage was almost gone. And then through a very, very painful experience, we lost our oldest son, Mm. who was 26 at the time. And uh, through a a mental illness that that our son Blake had, and uh, all of that came down at a right at, at the same time. I mean, it was an amazing kind of volcano in our marriage, in our lives, in our family. And the marriage resource was a resource to us that kept us afloat. We learned some experiences. We learned some tools. And under, we began to understand how to address these challenges. And yeah. in a way that was, I, we, I don't know that we would have made it had we not come together in this process. Hi, this is Jason Labram, your host of Financial Detox. One of our partners, J.R. Phillips at the J.R. Phillips Group, is the man who can help you with real estate. He's your local North County source for all things real estate. For over 13 years, he's built a business built on trust and referrals where the client always comes first and comes before the commissions. You can check out J.R. Phillips online at thejrphillipsgroup.com. That's thejrphillipsgroup.com. Or give J.R. a call at 866 883 6065. Once again, that's 866-883-6065. Hello. Hey, it's Mark Robertson from Caliber Home Loans. If you're like a lot of my clients, you probably have been led on into a mortgage by a super low rate that didn't exist. I've been doing loans here in San Diego since 2001, and I differentiate myself by giving everybody a, a straight story from the very beginning. If you're somebody who appreciates a very transparent approach and you don't want the smoke and mirrors that comes with the mortgage industry, I'm your guy. You can reach me at 858-401-9353. Again, it's 858-401-9353. Any of those specific tools that you that stand out to you right now? Well, part of it was this, uh, there's, there's a thing in, that we teach called the 100% rule, which is that we're 100% responsible for what we think, for what we say, and for what we do. You mean and we have to take responsibility exactly. for our own actions? Believe it or not. I mean, it was hard, oh, hard to hear that. But, from, you know, <laughs> as, as simple as that sounds, it was transformative for me. Right. I mean, it was, it was, it was huge. Yeah. I can't blame anybody. I mean, this is, this is about me. Especially yeah. the, the attitude part seems like a big one, right? Because yeah. so many people, they project their attitude onto some other problem or whatnot when it's yeah. like, you can choose how you perceive that. You can choose how you feel when that person cuts you off. Right. When you have a, a tragedy like yep. you had in your yep. life. And boy, I mean, that's like the ultimate test. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it, it was really, really huge. So, I mean, it's yeah, in, in, in our men's skills classes, I talk about this kind of typical kind of doofusness that, that occurs often I'll be a little gender specific here with, with men, with guys, you know, we, we kind of, kind of, you see these guys that kind of walk through life and, you know, if they feel angry, then they can just be angry and just be boisterous and, and blow up and, and lose their cool. And, you know, that's, you know, that's okay. That's what men do. Right. Or if you see a woman, you can look in with lust and you can think and maybe even say things. Fortunately, with the kind of Me Too uh, world, that's that's getting less and less. But those are those are behaviors that kind of society has allowed, unfortunately, 
And we have just accommodated and we allow ourselves to just kind of go with the flow. And, you know, if it feels good, do it. Well, no, we have to be intentional about who we want to be. If we want to be a man of integrity, what does that look like? It doesn't mean when a good looking woman walks by, you check her out and lust over it. No, that's not a man of integrity. It's not a man of integrity. That's, that's not, but it is so okay. I mean, it is, it is so justifiable in society and that's gross yeah. right well when you see it, does, what, it what, doesn't foster good things yeah and when you see what are you know again what um this is not a, a show about lambasting no. hollywood or anything but i mean when you you have to be actually we, choiceful. Could, we could do a couple shows on yeah that. right <laughs> but, but you have to be intentional about what you want to bring into your brain and into your heart and so be thoughtful and choose what shows are going to provide you the values that are going to be will promote who you want to be as a as a man, who you want, what kind of marriage you want to have, right. and uh, what we actually do talk yeah. a lot about that in the show about yeah. what we kind do. of information is useful. Yeah. Financially, of course, we we really don't uh, subscribe to the media for for useful information on making yeah. decisions. That's it's, that's it's a good educational, yeah. and yeah. it's and it's interesting, but is it? absolutely useful i mean you look at the information people get by watching financial media and it's they intentionally have and, and i've just the other day uh, the what'd you watch shows, no, <laughs> jason's not allowed to no. watch more than once a week because oh. it just makes him so mad and, uh, <laughs> but the the financial show i was listening to on the radio on the way in the the host apologized profusely like four or five times because they had two bears on, yeah. you know, uh, right. people who didn't believe the market was going to do well on in a row. And he's like, look, we normally put a, a bear and a bull together. Right. And, and I'm like, well, you're giving away your secret, man, because the reason why you do that is to create this polarizing, you know, right. y- entertainment, entertainment, and yeah. it's polarizing and it's, right. it's, it's totally dramatized. You got one guy who says, get in, one guy, stay in. This is the best market ever. One guy who says, yeah. get out. And then you look at what I see happening too, and uh, you know people spending so much time and energy and and oftentimes money on shows or sitting on the couch or using their wind down time as this is my this is my time to just relax and they're watching right. Vanderpump or Housewives of whatever right and you talk about feed your mind what you consume right. is what you become absolutely right if you consume pornography is yeah. a young man you think and that's how you act and behave it's not right. good if you consume uh, housewives of beverly hills or whatever you end up thinking and being mm-hmm. about materialistic goods exactly. and it's just it's 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 polluting yeah. and i'm not on the pedestal preaching because right. i've consumed plenty of things that i would have spent mm-hmm. my time better else but when it comes down to life and living a good life i think we have to be intentional mm-hmm. and it to transcend that into financial detox or life detox, you have to be intentional about your wealth Mm -hmm. and about how you manage it and what you're doing. And unfortunately, one of the worst experiences in the world is probably budgeting with your spouse Mm -hmm. (laughs) because you, you have to figure out where everybody's spending money, how often you're spending. And it almost always results in, holy cow, I didn't realize we were spending that much money. And you end up both feeling guilty either way. You do. And you, (laughs) it's a terrible experience. Um, but the outcome is wonderful because in the end you get to be intentional about what you're doing with your wealth and your money. Mm -hmm. And you don't just get wealthy and create wealth because you have a job and hang out and put 3% in your 401k. No, you have to put 
10% ish or more into your 401k. You can't go take it out when you want to buy a house and pay the penalty and deal with the consequences. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's very interesting how everything just crosses cross pollinates, you know, life and marriage and investing and being intentional about how you do things is uh, such an important trait that we all need to work on. And, yeah. and I know I do as far in, in a lot of ways. But. When's the next marriage class coming up so I can right. sign up? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have, um, we've got one starting uh, at one of our local churches, New Vista or Vista New Community Church on the 20th of September, a men's skills and women's skills classes uh, starting there. But we've got a number of churches in the community in North County that are supporting the marriage resource and have re- have workshops in their churches. So and the website you, you has go all to, that stuff. Yeah, yeah, go to the website at themarriageresource.org and you can find that information. And so strengthen so, your finances, strengthen right. your marriage, strengthen right. yourself as a person. Be intentional right. about it, right? And you will live a better life. You we call it financial peace of mind, but just a life of peace, right? A life of happiness. Yeah. You can achieve that, and you can achieve that by being intentional. And it doesn't take these huge, life-changing, totally yeah. dramatized steps. It just takes a couple baby steps, right. and then you lock into those, yeah. and you do those, and you repeat them, and then that will that will foster something else good. It's kind of like when you start eating well. Uh, you know, yeah. you, if you start eating well, you you all of a sudden the donut doesn't look so good, or the mm-hmm. you know the bag of chips and salt. Right. You, you're like, I don't know, it doesn't seem. Mm-hmm. And you sleep better, and you treat everyone else around you better. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Before we're out of time, I want to make sure you get a chance to mention too the other project you're working on right now is the Center for Creative Leadership, right? Yeah. You want to well, tell in us fact, a couple it kind of dovetails that. directly into this idea of being intentional. You know, the Center for Creative Leadership is the um, the oldest leadership development organization in the U.S. They're headquartered in Greensboro, North Carolina. They have an office in Colorado Springs and then an office here in La Jolla. And for the last six years, I've been an adjunct senior faculty at the Center for Creative Leadership. And it's just been an honor to work there. And and uh, one of the one of the things that, that we teach at the Center for Creative Leadership is what is referred to as the fundamental four. There are multiple different elements that go into leadership, but there are fundamentally four things that are really important to be uh, a good leader. The first is self-awareness. And so in this related to this concept of being intentional, we have to be self-aware. So who am I? Who do I want to be? And what kind of person am I? And what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What, how do I need to address them? The second is learning agility. So am I learning? Am I putting myself in an environment where I'm learning new things? And then how do I apply those new learnings in my life? What am I intentionally doing to make myself a better person? Mm -hmm. The third is communication. We talked about communication. Communication, absolutely poor communication impedes the conversation about budget. It the conversation about investing, the conversation about what kind of person I want to be and what kind of marriage we want to have. Good communication is essential. And the fourth is influence. So you're influencing yourself, you're influencing your family, you're influencing the people you work with, those that you report to, and those that report to you and Mm -hmm. your peers. And uh, so those fundamentally four important leadership elements are are really critical but it's been a it's been a joy to work at you know i i do probably five or six weeks uh, a year with the center for creative leadership 
and uh, just a great organization. Now, so how does somebody get involved in that? If I'm a leader of this company or running yeah. a company, can I go online, check it out, find classes, attend? Yeah. So yeah. we've got, for I, I just uh, taught my last class two weeks ago. We had uh, 25 students from around the world. We had somebody from Australia, from Canada, from Saudi Arabia. I'll always have, you know, five or six or eight or nine even people from other countries who are present in the class. Wow, They're from cool. all over the U.S. And they pay a lot of money to be there for that week. It's a five-day program. It's very, very intensive. And uh, and we have a banquet on Thursday night, and inevitably there are three or four or five people at that banquet crying with real emotion about how transformative that week has been. Wow. And uh, how, again, they're, they're going to make decisions that will change their lives. And is this what they a do. nonprofit organization as well? It, it is a nonprofit organization. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. it. It's, that's it's a non-sectarian. So there's no, it's, it's, there's no religious connection to it, sure. but okay. it's, um, it's an outstanding, very, very reputable. It's on the campus of UCSD. They, they lease one of the buildings at, right. uh, on the UCSD campus, right at Torrey Pines and, uh, Genesee. Sounds like we got ourselves cool. a week class to go to, Alex. <laughs> Sounds uh, great. That's <laughs> awesome. Great. Uh, you got to keep learning and you yeah. have to keep moving yep. forward, right? We, we we have to do it every day as we manage portfolios for clients and financial plans. And I think just getting real and having a conversation yeah. on life and the things that, that go together and, and how they connect, like we keep saying, mm-hmm. I keep saying transcends across and whatnot, but it, it is all related, right? Yeah. And how you manage your money, do you chase hot stocks? Do you try and pick the markets to be in and the markets to be out of and live that life of anxiety? Or you want to be intentional about creating wealth the right way over time. Mm-hmm. That's what we help you do. That's what we're trying to help educate people and and just get them thinking a little bit differently through financial detox and our brand. And then mm-hmm. the team at Labor and Wealth Management deploys those thoughts and processes in mm-hmm. real life strategies. So it's an honor to have you here. Yeah, thank you so much. Here. I mean, you, yeah. you are you. a person of servitude and have given so much in your life. And I think you've probably helped more people than we could talk about here. So thank you so much for giving us your time. Well, thank you for your time. Yeah. Both. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks, Alex, as always. And so coming up next on Financial Detox, we are going to be talking about the race to zero with Fidelity announcing 0% internal expenses. They already got a billion as of yesterday on those two. Yeah, it was like a week ago. Wow. Unbelievable. So the race to zero, right? Our business is interesting as a client or as an investor who's hiring advisor, you should be very conscious of how much you're paying. We're going to talk about that, show you how you can find out so you can make better decisions when it comes to your finances and your investment plan. That is up next on Financial Detox. You can always get any of our shows at financialdetox.com. That is financialdetox.com. We'd love to hear from you. You can give us a call at 877-707-8889. That's 877-707-8889. And if you'd like to be a caller on the show, we'll schedule you also to be a caller on the show. Simply again, give us a call at 877-707-8889. This is Jason Labor, your host of Financial Detox. And until next time, have a great week. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the Financial Detox team at Labor and Wealth Management and get access to today's show notes, transcript, and resources, visit financialdetox.com. Call Jason and the team at Labor and Wealth Management. If you're ready for Financial Detox and a better tomorrow, call 877-707-8889 and get answers to your questions. That's 877-707-8889. 
And if you liked what you heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button. That way you'll be automatically notified about upcoming podcasts. Thanks again for being part of our community and for taking one more step toward financial peace of mind. The content of this podcast is provided for informational purposes only. It should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any types of securities. Mr. Labram and Labram Wealth Management are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of information provided in this podcast and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Mr. Labram and his guests as of the date of this show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements or forecasts are based on assumptions and actual results may vary from any such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making an investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on the information provided today in making any investment decision. There is a risk of loss from investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for a particular investor's financial situation or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses. 